Welcome to the Gift of Love broadcast, where love is your greatest gift. Our mission is to teach the world the power of loving God and loving others. The greatest gift for you and me, the greatest gift for humanity, the greatest gift for all to see. Hello and welcome to the Gift of Love broadcast, where love is your greatest gift. I'm Lyndon Batiste, and I thank you for giving me another opportunity to bring inspiration, hope, and most of all, love. Yes, we are here to evolve and become complete love beings, becoming gods, becoming like our Father in heaven who wants us to grow into his very image and likeness. And we do this by growing and developing in our love walk. And that is what this broadcast is all about, helping us to grow in love. Today, I want to talk to you about saying yes to God. Saying yes to God. You know, our faith walk, our faith lives all of it, the success of it, the degree to which we can experience God in our own lives and in our world is totally contingent upon individuals who are willing to say yes, yes to God's will, yes to God's commandments, Yes to God's nudging of us to love, to love ourselves, to love our world, to love those who are marginalized and oppressed, to love those who need to see and experience God in their lives. And guess what? That can only happen if God has people who are willing to say yes and not yes just one time but who are willing to constantly say yes to God. And I don't know about you, but I want to say yes to my creator. Yes to my father in heaven. Yes to my God. So first I want to think about some people in the Bible who have said yes. For example, Mary, the mother of Jesus, said yes. God came to Mary and God let Mary know what was going to happen, what the, the proposition was placed before her. And this wasn't easy considering the context and the circumstances in which this would come about. But Mary said yes. And because Mary said yes, our world changed forever. Because she simply said yes, she had faith in what God was asking her to do. Had faith that it would be okay, that it would work out in her favor. Abraham said yes. Yes, God called Abraham to leave all that he knew, to leave his family, his town, his origins, and to walk into a place that he did not know, that he was totally unfamiliar with, full of uncertainty, full of or devoid of a plan. Abraham simply said yes when God asked him to leave 
and to become and to become the father of many nations? Moses said yes. Pretty sure many of you are thinking that, hey, I would say yes, too, if God appeared to me in a burning bush. But point being, Moses still said yes. And Moses went before Pharaoh and he said what God told him to say. And he led the children of Israel out of bondage. He delivered them from a, a an, an occupational and, a, and, a, and an oppressive regime. Moses said yes. All of the prophets of the Old Testament, they said yes to God. And they changed our world. And guess what? God is still looking for individuals who are willing to say yes. Yes. I want you to think about this. Your peace is on the other side of your yes to God. Think about that. Your peace is on the other side of your yes. And when I say peace, I'm talking about your happiness, your wholeness, your fulfillment in life and in the life to come is what Jesus promises. We have to take that serious. It is on the other side of your willingness to say yes to God. Now, let's juxtapose all of that with someone who didn't say yes, because we have an illustration of that in the Bible as well. We all know the story of the rich young ruler. If you want to read that story, it's in the book of Luke, chapter 18, verses 18 through 30. But there's this rich young ruler who comes before Jesus. And essentially, he says, Jesus, I'm ready to say yes. I am. I am ready to follow you and do whatever you say. Jesus asks him, have you followed the big commandments? I call these the big commandments because these are hard to miss. And I would argue easy to do. These are sort of the big pillars. So Jesus asks him, you know, have you, do you not commit adultery or um, do not murder? Do you obey the law of not stealing and not lying? And do you honor your father and mother? And the guy says, I've been doing this since my youth. Uh, things are going good right now. Anything else, anything else that, that I need to be aware of. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, one thing you still lack, sell all that you possess and distribute it to the poor and you shall have treasure in heaven and come follow me. But when the rich young ruler heard these things, he became very sad for he was extremely rich. You know what? When God requires a yes from you, He's usually going to require it in a place that is hard for you to say no. Yes, because Jesus wants to test your allegiance, your true heart and willingness. And God already knows. But this is for you to know, for you to understand. That until you're able to say no to the very hard thing, and it's different for all of us. There, there is no single no. For this rich young ruler, it was money. That's why when I hear interpretations of this scripture that God is somehow anti-money, anti-resources, uh, I don't get that. I think for this particular rich young ruler, that was his issue. However, money does tend to be an obstacle for most of us because we understand what money represents. It represents our time. It represents our talent, our resources. Money is the one thing in our human experience that can replace God. It, or let me say it's the most powerful thing that we have, uh, the most capable of replacing God. Why is that? Because money seems to be able to replace all things that we might possibly need God for. 
money can buy us safety money can buy us love even though the song says money can't buy us love for for many of us it can even buy that or at least the appearance of which is good enough in most cases (laughs) money can buy us health access education I mean, think about that. That's why I'm such a proponent of social justice, because I believe we should be in a world where these where these type things, health, um, 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 access to education, shouldn't be contingent upon the resources and the money that we're able to accumulate. Everyone should have access to that. Or at least a, a certain quality of it. I'm sorry, on a tangent there. But nevertheless, the point being that money gives us the illusion that it can replace God. And that is what Jesus is saying. That's why he's saying it's it's really hard for a rich person. It's really hard for a rich person to say yes to God. But look at the promise on the other side. And the rich young ruler didn't hear this. Peter said, behold, we have left our own homes and followed you. And he said to them, truly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God, who will not receive many times as much at this time and in the age to come eternal life. The rich young ruler didn't know that on the other side was greater than anything he had ever possessed. And that's what I believe God is saying to us right now is that on the other side of your yes is your miracle, is your blessing, is your peace. Is your happiness, is your fulfillment. Don't look at what you have because what you have cannot compare to what you could have if you're simply willing to say yes. I also think of the young boy with the with the five loaves and the and the two fish or the two fish and the five loaves of one or the other. Um he said yes. And then Jesus took it and he blessed it. And then thousands, the multitude were blessed. Do you know what? Someone else's blessing is contingent upon your willingness to say yes. So your yes isn't just about you. Your yes is about someone else. I want to give you five things that you can do to help you say yes. Okay. Five things that you can do that you can reflect on that will help you to say yes. Number one, spend time with God. Yes, spend time with God in prayer and meditation when God has asked you for something, required of you something. Pray. Ask God for the peace and the strength and the courage to go forth with that yes. Number two, remember those who said yes. Yes, think about Mary. Think about the prophets and Abraham. Think about the disciples. All of those who said yes, God bless them beyond anything they could ask or think. Number three, remember those who said no. The rich young ruler. This is the only story that we have about the rich young ruler. I have a belief that the rich young ruler possibly would have been one of his disciples and changed the world forever, but he could not say yes to Jesus. Number four, think of those who need your yes. Remember, your yes isn't just about you. Your yes is about all those who hang in the balance of you saying yes. And lastly, think of what is on the other side of yes for you. Yes, God wants to bless you. God wants to fill your life with blessings, joy, and peace. Say yes and experience your miracle today.